On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, not one, but two interviews with athletes from our province making an impact in the Western Canadian Baseball League. Welcome to episode 139 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. One of the big storylines before the Western Canadian Baseball League season even began was about how it would be an all-Canadian summer. It was viewed as an opportunity to show off the great talent we have in this country, especially here in this province, as we slowly emerge from the global COVID-19 pandemic. The five teams taking part have put on a show for the fans so far, so we wanted to spend time this season profiling some of the athletes doing their part. This episode is dedicated to those playing in ballparks near their hometowns. First up is Sylvan Lake Gulls shortstop Cleary Simpson. The native of nearby Elnora is off to a solid start hitting in the leadoff spot for the Gulls. As we record this episode, he's sporting a 368 batting average with a home run and four RBIs in 11 games. He was quick to enter the team's record books as well, recording the Gulls' first ever run during their season opener on June 18th, then hitting the first ever home run a few at-bats later. The 5'10", 160-pound infielder is coming off a great freshman season at Colby College, where he hit 338 with three homers and 24 RBIs in 44 games. He was also named to the Kansas Jayhawk Community College Conference West Honorable Mention Team at second base. The product of St. Joseph's High School Baseball Softball Academy joined us earlier this week to talk about his baseball journey. Cleary, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thanks for having me. The pride of Elnora, Alberta, getting to play in his home field of sorts with the Sylvan Lake Gulls. How has that experience been so far? Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah, getting to play in front of family and friends. It's been pretty unreal. Guys are great. I'm loving it there. You mentioned that family and friends aspect. Take us back to that home opener, having your name called to be in the starting lineup as well. How special of a moment was that to be part of the new team in front of hometown crowd, all that kind of thing? Oh, it's really special. I mean, they haven't got to see me play in like two years, and I had my uh, grandparents, my parents, my siblings. Yeah, I got to see them after the game. It was pretty fun. Your name also enters the record books as you scored the Gulls' first ever run, then hit the first ever home run. How cool was that? It was pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, I'm not really much of a home run guy, but got a hold of one, and yeah, I got to, got to do it in front of them, so it was pretty cool. You've been playing pretty well personally. What's been working for you? Uh, I think just kind of one pitch at a time, being grateful for every opportunity I'm getting. I don't know, just enjoying being out there, I think. Did you have any personal goals heading into this summer when you decided to come back home and try out for this new team? Did you kind of have anything in mind as to what you wanted to accomplish? Uh, I think just getting to play. I mean, yeah, I didn't know if I was going to be starting even. And uh, just whenever I got to play, just do my best and hopefully stay healthy and get to keep keep playing with these guys. You're coming off a great spring as well with Colby Community College. You were recognized as an all-conference honorable mention as well. What did that mean to you? Oh, it meant a lot. Uh, same thing in the fall. I wasn't really sure what to expect when spring came and just got my opportunities and just ran with it. I wasn't really thinking about too much of the all-conference stuff or anything like that. Just just happy to play. What made it as special of a season as it was for you at Colby? Tell us a little bit about that experience as a whole. Well, Colby's awesome. You ask anyone that went to Colby, they, they'll all say great things about it, but 
the coaching's amazing. Rock, Dollar, all those guys. Um, I mean, the first week I stepped on campus, I think it was super easy to get to know everyone. Guys got close really quick. And, yeah, we had a special group. We started off slow, but kind of came together there at the end and made a pretty good run at it. Did it make it a little easier for you knowing that you had a few Alberta products also on that roster to maybe lean on them a little bit? Yeah, it did. Yeah, they were really good. Took me under their wing a little bit. And everyone's far from home, so we kind of had to become family pretty quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, was that a bit of a challenge for you in heading across the border? I mean, it's one thing to go to a post-secondary in Alberta. It's another to head across the border and try things really far from home. Oh, it's definitely different. I mean, like, it, w- it would have been tougher, but uh, like I said, the guys were good. My roommates were awesome, and I took your mind off it. We were pretty close. Made sure I called home quite a bit, so uh, for my mother's sake and for mine, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Let's go way back here. A rural Alberta kid, you'd think hockey or football might be top of mind for you. What turned you on to baseball? Well, I mean, I always kind of played baseball in the summers, hockey in the winters. Uh, kind of, I kind of played a lot of school sports too growing up. Uh, I think the difference maker was I like enjoyed practicing baseball too. I like playing hockey, but only the games kind of thing. So I think when I got older, I just found I was a little bit better at baseball than anything else. So stuck with that. Enjoyed it ever since. Do you remember the moment where the switch flicked for you and you went, okay, this is the thing I'm going to chase? Uh, it's tough. I think, uh, I think probably when I was getting older, just like, I don't know if it was, it was more gradual. I think I always just kind of loved it and then just kind of fell out of love with the other sports and baseball just stuck with me. Is baseball a family thing for you? Because I know your sister Paige is a recruit for Boise State playing softball. So it makes me kind of curious as to whether there's some sort of family lineage with baseball there. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think, well, my grandpa played a lot of baseball. Like on my uh, mom's side, there's quite a bit of baseball, but. I think our family just kind of took it around with it. We just, um, like, playing in the backyard growing up, and we just liked it. I don't know if she's riding my coattail. She's pretty good right now. Like, learning a little bit from her, too. So it was definitely definitely good that we could practice together and do all that stuff. So, Do you have other siblings? I do have one younger brother, too. He's coming. He's playing baseball as well. Yeah, he's 13, I believe, now, so. Not to put you on the spot here, but I asked Carlin Dick this question from Lethbridge last week because he comes from a family of baseball as well. Who's the best athlete out of the three of you? Oh, that's tough. I want to say, I don't know. They'll be angry at me if I say myself, so it's tough to (laughs) pick. They're all pretty athletic. Absolutely. A person that seems to be pretty central in your career, whether it's in Sylvan now or whether you were at St. Joe's, when I mention the name Jason Chatwood, what comes to mind? Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, when I went to St. Joe's, I kind of turned it around. I mean, I wasn't, I got a lot better after going to St. Joe's, and he kind of took me under his wing, too. And I learned so much from him. And speaking with him now, I could always call and ask him questions uh, down in the States, too, and he'd help out. I mean, it's great playing for him in Silva, too. He's such a great guy and a good coach, and I love from him. Anyone else integral in getting you to where you are in baseball? Oh, yeah. I mean, I had so much support growing up, too. My family, friends, little past coaches and stuff like that. I mean, it makes it a lot easier knowing you have people in your corner. Definitely definitely parents up there. They sacrificed a lot driving me places and giving up their weekends to come watch me play baseball. And yeah, I'm super grateful for that. 
Absolutely. Parents are, are integral in, in the grand scheme of things, and I'm sure they've probably been able to witness a few pretty cool memories along the way as well. When you look back on it, you're still a young guy, but you've also been able to achieve quite a bit. What's been your favorite memory in the sport to this point? Well, I think my favorite memory had to have been this year when we uh, won our sub-regional in Hutch there in Dogpile. I mean, that, that stuck with me pretty good. I, I don't know. That's going to be a tough high to chase there. It's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Very cool. When you look at your future, what do you see as being sort of the pinnacle? What are you really hoping to achieve, or what kinds of things do you have in mind as far as goals are concerned? Well, uh, goals, obviously, to continue playing baseball as long as possible. I mean, we'll see see how this spring goes coming up, if I continue to play well. Goals, Division One, but honestly, somewhere, somewhere I get to play another couple of years and kind of live this dream out as long as I can, you know? Mm-hmm. What kinds of things do you hope to work on, whether it's you know this summer with the, the gulls or whether it's working on during the fall so you can come back in, in the spring really raring to go? Uh, definitely definitely getting stronger. I mean, that was a big uh, that was a big thing to help Patrick in college, just getting a little bit stronger, a little bit faster. Um, just playing the game too, seeing good arms and staying aggressive and uh, honestly continuing everything. I mean... Fielding was pretty good. I'm, uh, I was pretty solid in the field, but I could always get better, get a little bit better arm. I think overall, just, just get better. When you were younger, you might have had those people come by and offer words of advice or wisdom on how to get to the next level. Well, now that you're there and you have that opportunity maybe to, to talk to some of those younger players just starting off in their journeys, what kind of advice or feedback would you give to them? I think just kind of enjoy each moment. Like, it goes fast, like. It was super fast, so I think just be where your feet are, relax, it's just a game, enjoy every minute of it, and uh, see what plays out, put it all out there, and see where it takes you. Final question here for you, Cleary. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Uh, it means so much. It's taken me, well, it took me all the way to the States, and uh continue meeting so many great people. Uh, it's uh, kind of an escape from real life, you know, just to, to play a game for a living, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. I love it. That is wonderful to hear and wonderful to hear your story as well, Cleary. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast and continued success in your baseball journey. Thank you so much for having me. Next up is a teammate of Simpsons at Colby, but a foe in the WCBL, Tucker Zadunik. A native of High River, the 5'10", 180-pound outfielder is suiting up for Dogs Red this summer. He's hitting two thirty-five with a pair of homers and three RBIs in 11 games. Zadunik is no stranger to Seaman Stadium as he spent five years with Dogs Academy before heading stateside. He was a star with the Trojans over the past three seasons, hitting three thirty-five with eight homers and 37 RBIs as a freshman, then three sixty-one with four homers and 20 RBIs in the COVID-shortened 2020 campaign before finishing things up with a 279 average this spring to go along with eight more home runs and 29 ribbies. Just a few weeks ago, he shared the news that he was committing to Reinhardt University in the NAIA. We talked about that and much more in this conversation from earlier this week. Tucker, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on today. Off to a solid start with Dogs Red. What's it been like coming back home and playing this summer? Uh, it's been awesome so far, you know, coming back home, seeing my family, seeing a bunch of buddies from high school, uh, getting to play with some of them again, and, you know, seeing some new faces around the dogs, too. Uh, it's it's different than the other years, but it's been a real joy so far. So This is a program you've known a long time as, a, as an academy player and now getting to actually play 
for one of the two teams. What's it been like now being able to see it all kind of come full circle? Uh, it's been awesome. Like it was always a dream of mine to come and play on the college team. Um, my first time is just going to be the one. And then I was informed it was going to be two. And, um, it's been great so far. I mean, um, I really enjoyed it all just with some of my buddies that I played with in high school. And then just going, I was in the program for five years and, uh, met a lot and like created a lot of different friendships and, um, went through a lot with winning tournaments and playing a lot of important games. And then, you know, um, going to college and then coming back and getting the chance to play for the college team has always been a goal of mine. So I'm glad that I can finally, um, achieve that goal. You mentioned friends and family as well. How nice is it to have fans just in general back in the stands again? Yeah, it's awesome to see. I mean, I feel like everybody's itching to get out and come watch some ball games. And I think we've been putting on a pretty good show so far. So, um, it's awesome. It just adds another factor to the game and everybody just loves having the fans in the crowd for sure. Was it difficult at all having to play in 37 degree heat or whatever the heck it was over the last week or so? Uh, it was, it was a lot, but you know, just, we, lots of us stayed hydrated and, um, no, it felt really good. Like it feels pretty good on the body when it's that hot, but, um, it was a little bit of a grind, but no, it was enjoyable. Do you have any expectations of yourself heading into this summer or things that you wanted to work on to make sure that you're ready to go for the next college season? Um, you know, just keep working on consistency. Um, I want to have a solid batting average over, 300 or 350 or so that's my goal um keep working on my speed and um base running and keep being a good leader and you know so when i'm ready to go back to down college in the fall at reinhardt university you know just be ready to make an impact and you know keep doing what i'm doing we will get to reinhardt in just a second but yeah you're coming off a fantastic sophomore season at colby how did you feel about the season you had um you know, I was really pleased with it by the end of it, for sure. Um, I, it wasn't exactly the start I wanted. Um, I was putting a little too much pressure on myself. We weren't having the success I thought we were going to have. And then, you know, as the season went on, we really got hot. And we were starting to turn to the team that we all expected us to be. And um, and then just relaxed and had fun. And then the results started to come. And But by the end of it, like... Couldn't have asked for more, that's for sure. You had a great freshman season at Colby as well, although it was cut short because of COVID. What was your key to success over those couple of years at Colby? Um, you know, just working hard and, and having the goal to be an everyday guy and be a real impact player. Um, I just, I wanted our team to have a whole bunch of success and everybody have success so then we could all reach our, our goals. Um yeah, just putting in the work uh, with intent and, uh, yeah, getting. Then I was lucky enough to get the results that I got. You had some really good teammates to go along for the ride as well over the course of the f- couple of years. I mean, I look at Matt Kootenay, I look at Logan Hoffman was part of that team. And what did it mean to you to be able to have some of those guys playing alongside you as well? Yeah, no, that was, it was awesome to play with those guys. Like, you learn a lot just seeing, like, the leaders that they were and, and what they were on an everyday basis, like they were so locked in and driven, um, really good role models for me and the other guys. And uh, you could tell that there was something really special with them. And then when they hit the ball field, it was, it was pretty awesome to watch. 
looking back on it, what did that experience at Colby mean to you? Uh, it was, it's the greatest experience I've had in my life so far. I mean, just the friendships made and playing really good baseball. Like our conference was so competitive and, um, just every game was a dog fight and, and it was just, the whole experience was really awesome and just so many different experiences that have shaped me into the guy I am today. So you mentioned it a little bit earlier on Reinhardt university in Georgia is your next stop. What led you to that decision? So Alan Cox, he, uh, the former dogs coach, me and him still keep in touch. And, uh, you know, when the season was over, he just informed me on a, on this school as an option. And, uh, I uh, checked it out, and they're a really good program, and it just seemed like a really good option, so I'm really excited for this opportunity down there this fall. What has you most excited about heading down there? Um, you know, it's I always wanted to go somewhere warm. Like, that was on my list of on uh, where I wanted to go, um, and George is definitely warm, that's for sure. So, And then, you know, going to a program that has a lot of success, and, you know, as a chance to go to the world series every year i'm there and uh you know being at colby like we're a winning team and we really competed and you know going to another program that's going to be quite similar i'm pretty excited for that we've talked a lot about your future and your present let's talk a little bit about your past your beginnings in baseball you're a high river boy what was it that got you into the game in the first place uh ever since i can remember i was when it was summertime me and my brothers we always had all love and chucking the ball around and, you know, playing wiffle ball in the backyard or going to the ball diamond. Our dad uh, tossing us some balls and letting us hit. Uh, no, it just all summer long, it just seemed like we were always playing. And so, you know, it's just that's what we did. And, yeah, that's how I got into balls. So. A, were you a multi-sport guy? And B, do you remember that moment when you decided, okay, baseball is the one that I want to try to chase here? Yeah, um, I played uh, hockey and like hockey and baseball were my main sports growing up, and I played hockey up until I was seventeen. And uh, one day, is I got invited to this WHL tryout, and then I was just thinking it was after one of our dogs tournaments that we won, and I was just having a great time. And I just looked over to my dad and I said, "You know what? I think I think I'm gonna have to go with baseball." And then he was kind of shocked just because. You know, growing up, it seemed like I was always going to be a hockey player, but, you know, I just fell in love with baseball. And I, I loved hockey too, but I just, the passion that I have for baseball, like I just had to pursue it. So you make that decision and you end up at Dogs Academy in nearby Oak Tokes. How did that opportunity come about? Um, You know, just being a local guy, um, I was playing Oak Tokes Outlaws when, uh, from when I was about 10 till 13. And, you know, after that, it was kind of moving in. Like for us local guys from Okotoksin area, we just kind of moved into the dogs program and um, went into that for Bantam. And then, you know, uh, fortunate enough to play three years of midget. And um, yeah, so it was five awesome years of my life, that's for sure. Five years. With the benefit of hindsight now, what did that program mean to you and your development, not just as a baseball player, but also as a human being? No, yeah, it's a, it's a great culture. Um, it's just a bunch of hardworking boys down there um you know tons of development like like you said just not with baseball like you learn a lot about life and everything there and developing into the person that you want to be 
you've had a lot of memories made already in the course of baseball, and you're still a pretty young guy at the end of the day. So I'm curious, of all the things that you've accomplished, of all the places you've been, what are some of your favorite memories or moments in baseball? Yeah, you know, um, not even on the ballpark, like just, you know, down being at when I was in Colby, just, you know, your best friends are just a couple of dorms away. Like some, some of those are the best memories, just hanging out with buddies and, you know, and then the road trips and stuff in high school and hanging out at the hotels and, you know, making memories like that. But then, you know, on the ballpark, like when I was with the dogs program, we wanted to tournaments and some of those games were just surreal and, you know, just some of the best times ever. And, and then, you know, at Colby and with our regional tournaments and all that, and you got the close games and extra inning wins, like those games are just awesome to be a part of. That's for sure. Obviously, with Dogs Academy, you probably had those opportunities where alumni would roll through and they'd offer maybe some words of advice or wisdom that they've accumulated over the years. As someone now who can go back and look back on it, uh, and if you were to be going back to Dogs Academy or any others across this province and offering your own words of advice on getting to that next level, what would those pieces of advice be? Uh, just to be to work hard and, and just have fun. Um that's what it's all about is baseball is the best game ever. So just go have fun with it. It's just, it's just a game. Um, but you know, you put the work in and, um, then you can just keep working and working and see the results and get the results that you want. So final question for you here. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Uh, I mean, it means the world, like it's, it's kind of, yeah. Um, it it really does mean the world like so many different experiences and and meeting so many great people along the way and making great friendships and um a lot of memories but yeah you know there's so much adversity in baseball and it just it really teaches you a lot about life so can't be more thankful than that and we couldn't be more thankful to have you on the podcast tucker thank you so much for joining us thanks for sharing your story and all the best as you continue your baseball journey Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again to Cleary Simpson and Tucker Zadunik for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. Make sure to head to albertadugoutstories.com as we've teamed up with the WCBL for another player profile feature called 3 Up, 3 Down with a series of questions for some other players around the league, including Edmonton, Scott Gillespie, Dogs Blacks, Matt Wilkinson, and Lethbridge's Noah Orr. And of course, we'll have a few more player interviews coming up on the podcast in the weeks ahead, so don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast provider of choice until next time thanks for all of your support no matter the platform of alberta dugout stories